I promised myself there were words and phrases I would never say again after COVID. Top of the list, unprecedented times. Mask up and pivot. While the word pivot certainly was overused during the pandemic, the act of pivoting was crucial to the survival of countless small businesses. Now that we're well and truly on the other side of COVID, it's a great time to reflect on the lessons we've learned and to examine those businesses that not only survived, but thrived in those turbulent times. Because tough times never last, but tough, and adaptable businesses do. Adapt or die, as they say. In this episode, we're going to talk about a brand that not only adapted quickly, but built a cult following in the process. I'm talking about Frank Green. Welcome to the Boom Your Biz podcast, a podcast for the movers, the shakers, and even bigger action takers in business. I'm your host, Sonia McIntyre-Reed, and each week I'll be exploring the question of what really makes businesses and organizations thrive. I'm on a mission to educate, empower, and inspire business owners and myself along the way. One of my biggest gripes with big businesses has always been that it takes forever for new ideas and initiatives to be implemented. While the old ways of operating may have worked 20 years ago, our world moves so much faster these days. The design process is faster, getting feedback from your customers is faster, even making changes on your website is relatively straightforward depending on your platform. All those things mean that if you're paying attention and taking consistent Consistent action when disaster strikes, you can make immediate moves to mitigate the damage. This brings me to today's lesson what we can learn from Frank Green's genius pivot during COVID. Cast your mind back to life pre COVID if you can. Your morning may have started with a walk to your local cafe, or maybe you dropped by a hole in the wall on the way to work. Reusable cup in hand. Bringing your own brightly coloured beverage receptacle not only saved you 50% cents on your morning coffee, but it signaled to the world that you were environmentally conscious. Very trendy. The hold that Cape Cups had on us all in 2019, it was reminiscent of when Apple Watches first came back. Just like Apple Watch owners were flashing their wrists at every available opportunity, the Keep Cup became somewhat of a status symbol, silly as it sounds. And from a branding perspective, it makes total sense. The Keep Cup is bright, it's instantly recognisable, and it offers a low investment way for users to express their individuality. It was also one of the things that the government deemed a no-no during lockdown and in the months that followed. That trendy Keep Cup you forked out $29.99 for? All of a sudden, it was a potential virus spreader and cafes were no longer allowed to accept them. This was an absolute disaster for Keep Cup and other reusable cup companies. And for smaller operators that didn't see the opportunity in this situation, it spelled the end for their businesses. Enter Frank Green. Pre-COVID, Frank Green also ran in the usable cup market. They were the Pepsi to Keep Cup's coat-like status. Also great, also had strong branding and a decent market share, but they didn't quite have the cult-like following of the top performer in their space. So what did Frank Green do that saw them absolutely explode in terms of financial growth and popularity? They saw an opportunity and they went all in. A quick exercise for you. When I ask you to think about Frank Green, what do you see? I'm willing to bet it's not a reusable coffee cup. If I had to hazard a guess, I'd say that those familiar with the brand would have immediately pictured one of their giant water flasks. 
Loved by influencers, wannabe athletes, the mummy mafia, and nine-to-five office workers alike, the Frank Green Flask has usurped the keep cup as the latest must-have item, spawning countless memes and TikTok videos mocking their devotees. Do we need to lug around a giant water bottle that, if I'm honest, reminds me of a mini water cooler refill? Probably not. But do a whole lot of people want to be hydrated queens and kings who belong to the Frank Green Army? Absolutely. The Frank Green team saw an opportunity, they gave it a red-hot crack, and that gamble has well and truly paid off. So what can we learn from Frank Green? Three things. Number one, when the world changes, you have to change with it. If Frank Green hadn't explored ideas to stay relevant and change with the times, they'd probably still be number two in the keep cup industry. An industry that has been declining rapidly for the past three years. When was the last time you saw someone with a keep cup? When was the last time you took your keep cup into a cafe? Exactly. The way we've used the product has changed with more people using the reusable cups for beverages they make themselves at home as opposed to the old behavior of not leaving the house without it. So for me personally, when I wake up in the morning and I have a PT session, I actually make myself a little cup of English breakfast tea and I take that to the gym with me. So that's in my keep cup. I'm not actually taking it to my coffee shop anymore. So even I've sort of changed um, my behavior with this and I didn't really realize it. The second thing that we can learn from Frank Green is that you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The pivot from reusable coffee cups to reusable water bottles was brilliant for two reasons. Firstly, the premise of the product remained the same. Frank Green are still making beverage holders. They're still environmentally friendly and they're still fun, vibrant and quirky. Secondly, they didn't reinvent the wheel. They just redesigned it. Reusable water bottles have been around for decades. They're nothing new. What Frank Green did was identify the features that were important to their customers, as well as emerging trends in consumer psychology, and they created a product that appeals to customers across demographics and social groups. Number three, there are no bad ideas. I've spoken before on the podcast about how no idea is a bad idea, and the Frank Green pivot is a fantastic example of this concept in action. If I were in the shoes of the Frank Green Head of Product Development, I'm not sure I would have been so open to the idea of creating a water bottle that could knock out an assailant with a strong swing. But imagine if they dismiss that business-changing idea without looking into it further. I saw a business owner on TikTok talking about how they have a bad ideas document that's sent around a few times a year for the team to drop in anything they would usually pitch with the disclaimer, this is probably a terrible idea, but what have we, dot, dot, dot. Now, some of the ideas are truly terrible, but some are absolutely brilliant and they found their way into this document. By taking the pressure off ideas having to be perfect or even good, this company gives their team permission to be creative. And creativity without pressure is, in my opinion, where the best ideas are born. Not sure where to start? Here are a few ideas. Survey your customers. They're the ones supporting your business after all. It can be as easy as asking, if we could provide you your dream product or service, what would that be? What's missing from the current options we have available? Get creative. I love watching improv actors when they're given a scene from a word or scenario and they create a whole scene that has their audience in stitches. The guiding principle of improv, the yes and, can be applied to your business too. Yes, you provide your signature service and a customer asked if you could do something that's not only reasonable but profitable. So why not expand your offering? 
Create half-baked ideas in a document and send them around to your team. Invite them to drop in the ideas that they've had in passing but haven't had time to fully map out or something they think could work but aren't exactly sure how. The collaboration aspect of this document is really important. You'll find that the team members piggyback on an idea to create something better or link up to ideas that might seem terrible on their own but are fantastic when you consider them together. COVID may be over, but there are always going to be unexpected challenges for business owners to face. It's a great idea to think about what you would do if you could no longer do business the way you do every day now when the sky isn't falling. So that if and when it does feel that way, you've thought about ways to mitigate the damage. You might even come up with a new product, process, service or offering that you can put in place now as an additional income generator to show up your position in the future. Business ownership isn't for the week and it's not something you have to go through on your own. I'd love it if you join my Boom Your Biz Facebook group to connect with other business owners and to discuss the episode. Just search Boom Your Biz on Facebook and request to join the group. And to stay up to date with my trainings and workshops, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram. My handle has changed. It's now at Sonia McIntyre Reed.